It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. All right. Red light is on Wednesday night. Another edition of Bed and Bananas. We went four way again. It's not a pay per view week, but we just keep it. We can't. Rafael just keeps knocking on our door. You know, we can't say no to the guy. So, so much content. UFC Vegas 60, a really, really cool, nice bantamweight main event. We have our girl, uh, Fight Bananas family, Jillian the Savage Robertson on the card. So, very excited. But before we break down the cards or maybe even kind of talk about UFC 279. Quick shout-outs to all three of you guys. L. Wagman, a fight coming up in three, four weeks. Undefeated. Don't know how to lose. Make sure you follow our girl, L. Wagman. L. how are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Doing good. And then a diagonal to me. Man, the cornerman MMA, Ryan Quinn. Check out all this content, especially on YouTube. Can't get enough of it. I love this stuff. Ryan, how are you doing, my man? Thank you so much. I'm doing great, Dave. Happy to be here tonight. I know we got a lot to talk about, so it's always good. And then underneath us, he's a good guy, but he does take a lot of our money. We're going to win it back, though, tonight. We're going to give you guys Joey the Savage Robertson under minus 150-155. So we're going to give you money back. But, uh, guys, Rafael Esparza, my man, my bookie, how are you? Pretty good. I forgot to bring my Johnny Walker Blue. Uh, I was going to bring it under the show with me because uh, I, I, his victory made me a little coin. I actually had side bets with some other odds makers from other companies because they asked me who my underdog pick was. And I was really just saying that, I, hey, I love just drinking scotch on Saturday when I'm watching fights and boxing and football and stuff like that. So I was going to root for Johnny Walker because I ran out of blue in my container. I needed a new bottle. So they're like, hey, I'll bet you won. So I'm like, hey, I won one. So he knocked him out. And what was on my doorstep? A nice bottle. There you go. Our underdog hit Chris, you know, Beast Boy oh, or yeah. Huggy Bear, whatever you say, Barnett. Ryan Quinn's been nailing underdog plays. The whole weekend got squashed. I don't know who bet on who. I don't know what fight. We had Leach as a lock, but it was a link against a lock against Tony, but now he was fighting D-Rod. It was crazy and it was a busy weekend for everyone, so we just let it go. But uh guys, just real, real quick ribbon bow on USC 279. Uh, you know, were you guys impressed with Nate? Were you guys uh, you know, did you guys feel like the Leech got robbed? Anything real quick, 15 seconds on UFC 279. L you start. Yeah, man, I, I just feel so bad for Lee. I, I think that he he lost uh, out on a great opportunity. I also, like, I I had D-Rod beating Kevin Holland, and I still think that would have happened. But I, I actually had Lee winning that fight. Um, yeah. I know it was super close, um, but I, I just think the dude just had a rough weekend. Like, he got screwed three, four times, didn't get to wear a suit, poor dude. Um, and I, I know I say this a lot, and I, I'm the biggest Nate hater around. But, like, I swear to God, anytime Nate Diaz is about to get exposed, there's always an asterisk. Like, he's about to get smoked by Kamzat, which 100% would have happened. All of a sudden, he gets an old Tony Ferguson who's not looking great up a weight class where he's not, he's just not durable anymore and looks fantastic. So, of course, I'm, I'm happy for him. Glad to see him, uh, you know, finish, finish out his UFC career uh, with a nice big win, but also happy that. I hopefully won't have to hear much about Nate Diaz after this. No, 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 no. L, 
I, a lot of what you said was very, very correct. I think we're going to hear a lot of Nate Diaz in the next 12, 14 months. I see a Jake Paul fight. I see a Connor Trilogy fight, uh-huh. a Mike Perry bare knuckle fight. We might hear a lot of Nate Diaz. But uh, Ryan, real quick, 15 seconds, UFC 279. All right. Did Nate Diaz look good? I'll put it this way. How would you feel if in the middle of my parlay pick, I just started doing this? <laughs> 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 so no i don't think nate diaz looked good but i was happy you know i'm not one for gamesmanship but you know with the crazy week they had and these two guys at the end of their career everyone's just happy to see these two fight i was like have at it i'm just gonna sit back and enjoy this i was happy nate got his win i mean i i mean i think tony should hang it up too real soon i hope he gets a win on the way out but uh um i felt that darian weeks won i felt that um the leech got robbed totally you know and now i watch this from a new perspective knowing the scoring and I felt he was completely robbed too. The poor guy got shafted all week. So he did, he did. there's your 15 seconds. <laughs> How did the books do at UFC 279? Did it get all messed up with a wonky with new fights? Did everyone bet uh, Chimaev because he was a lot bigger? Uh, you know, he's still a big favorite against Holland, but nowhere near where he was against Diaz. How did the books do? I mean, they still bet him no matter who is he fighting. I think that people were going to bet on him. I mean, I felt I felt bad for Lee too. We should put an asterisk on his loss, like they might have to do with uh, with Aaron Judge and Barry Bonds' home run race. They put, put an asterisk on it because I just felt totally bad for what he had to go. He had the world's worst weekend uh, of any athlete that I can remember. I'm talking about any sport. This guy was just. I feel so. I, I wanted to give him a hug. I wanted to go through my TV and say, "Hey, man, I'm sorry, man. You get shafted." So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was talking to a whole bunch of odds makers and we felt bad that we actually won on his fight, even though he lost. <laughs> we're, like, we're like, oh, we felt really bad. They're like, hey, what's his what's his Venmo? Let's send it to him. <laughs> Put that guy up. <laughs> if people don't, he was in the co-main event uh, after seeing both of them fight on the same day. And I know it wasn't against each other. He was going to win at the co-main event of a huge pay-per-view and then he lost a featured fight that we all thought he won. Yeah, it was a horrible week for the leech. I'm. I think the UFC will throw him a big bone in his next fight. That's my two cents. We'll see. Yeah, his attitude was fantastic. That's why yeah, I think they'll throw, they'll throw him a big bone because uh, the way he handled it, I thought was brilliant. Uh, also, real quick, I'm sorry. I know we're six minutes into it. We haven't even mentioned Corey Sanhagen. Dana White Contender Series last night was phenomenal. Uh, me and I were talking a lot on it. Are, are you guys doing good with Dana White Contender Series? I can't get enough of it as a fan. Are people betting on it, Raphael? No, I mean, I hate to say this, but, I mean, a lot of money came in at WMA Finals Game 2 with the Aces at home. Uh, I came on that one. You had baseball. You had the Yankees and Red Sox. I'm sorry, even though the Red Sox are out of it. But anytime those two are on TV, you're always going to get uh, stuff on that. And then, yeah, it was just it was just bad timing for that on Tuesdays with that kind of a matchup and all that. We took action, but not as much as a normal Tuesday DWTS. Okay, all right. Well, I guess we got to push it then. That's on me. I fight has got to push it. I love the contender series, and I love anyone that got their Super Bowl bets in already for the Buffalo Bills. You're guaranteed winners. <laughs> that that's going to happen. Four four months away from Josh Allen hosting the trophy. All right, we're moving on. Here we go. L. Wagman, UFC Vegas 60, long card, three female fights on it. A really underrated co-main event. Should be fireworks in that co-main event. Hopefully we'll talk about that. But let's start. What is absolutely your best bet on the board of UFC Vegas 60? So my best bet, um, I actually haven't had a chance to look at the prop odds yet because they're not up yet. But even if you play it in the over two and a half rounds, my best bet is Bill Algio. 
The dude is an absolute cardio machine. He's incredibly durable. He's looked great in his last few fights out. Um, obviously, he was very dominant over Herbert Burns. I don't think that Bill is necessarily a huge finisher. I think him finishing Herbert had a little bit more to do with Herbert because if he doesn't get you out of there in the first round, Herbert tends to fade pretty quickly. Um, so I think that that had more to do with him than it did with Bill. Uh, I definitely see Feely, uh, you know, being able to last. And I definitely think we'll see Bill get that decision win. Okay. I like that. I like that. No complaints here. Ryan, the cornerman Quinn, my man, what's your best bet on the board? I'm going with Sarah McMahon over Aspen Ladd. Um, I just, uh, the only thing that really scares me, even though she's getting up there in age or she is up there in age, is um, quick strikers. Not good boxers or kickboxers. I'm talking quick strikers. Aspen Ladd is a striker, but she's a little bit slower. And um, I just feel like uh, Sarah could weather that, get inside. Um, you know, she does have an Achilles heel with the grappling. I don't really see Aspen Ladd really threatening with grappling. And I, I hear this too. When I went when I went to college the first time, um, I went for uh, exercise science, and so I know a lot. And they talk about she does a lot of hiking and stuff like that. I feel that her slow twitch muscle takes over because of all the slow twitch exercises that, that she talks about doing. So um, I just feel that this is going to be a fifteen minute mall session for Sarah McMahon. Love Rafael, that. This this ain't no just normal bet show. We got best bet, both <laughs> very close fights. We got guys going back to school talking about twitch muscles yeah. here. I'm betting Manatus. Come on, people. Rafael, do you what have you heard any of those? Do you like any of those one more than the other? Totally agree with the Sarah McMahon one. Totally agree oh, with this one. Hey. Uh, I, I liked the way how she beat uh oh, I'm sorry, when Ladd lost to Pennington. Pennington went to the body and she was suffering bad on that. Her cardio went mm -hmm. down to the drain when she got kicked and punched in the body. Strike quick strikers make I think that's a really, really good one. I'm not sold on Aspen Ladd uh, anymore. I think she goes for the three. Oh, I think she goes 0-3 in her last three fights. And maybe looking for another job. Wow. Wow. Bellator's Aspen lag coming soon to a theater yeah. near you. I, I used to say, I'd say Aspen's getting her Bellator papers instead of like her walking <laughs> oh papers or pink slip, getting her Bellator papers. Aspen, we're sorry. We don't mean that. We're, we're big fans of you, Aspen. <laughs> oh, well, okay. I'm sorry, Aspen. I mean like the fighters getting their Bellator papers. Listen, I'm looking for someone who's in Bellator my whole career. I never got my UFC <laughs> papers. So don't take you it personally. Say that. That's true. They yeah. Uh, all right, let's go with underdog plays. We're nailing guys plus 200, plus 300 on our underdog plays week after week. L Wagman, take it away. What's your best underdog play of UFC Vegas 60? I kind of ruined it already, but uh, I'll get into it a little bit more. I think it's Bill Algio, man. I was, I was really surprised to see him as, as big of an underdog as he is. And if you really want to add some value to that, I think adding the over two and a half rounds is great. Um, I, that gets you up to like plus 186, I think, uh, is what it was last time I checked. I just, Andre, I think he's, I want to say he's 0-2 in his last two, and the chin is starting to go. He's taking that damage, and, and I just think that he's, uh, he's, he's not only is he not as durable as he was, but the cardio also isn't quite there. He seems to start, like he's starting to fade, and he used to really be a machine throughout those rounds two and three. So that's still my underdog play. No, I like it. Bill Algio. We're turning to a Bill Algio podcast. Uh, Ryan? What's your best underdog play? You're nailing it two weeks in a row. My uh, daughters yeah. say thank you very much. Where are we going again? Let's let's win some more money. Christmas is coming. It was coming tough soon. this week. It, it was tough this week, but I'm going. I'm I'm going Homer. I'm going Rodrigo Nascimento against um, Tanner Bozer. I just feel that uh, Tanner had a little bit of a, a layoff. Actually, I had it up here. I think his last fight was June of last year. Yeah, June of last wow. year, and then his his losses. It was against Olvin St. Prue too. So, and his losses were tough. Like, um, 
like he, he just uh, like a Lear and Andre Olaski and Rodrigo, you know, I know he's training the best gym in the world. He's staying fresh. You know, he's got a reach advantage too on him, which I know he knew he used, he could use well in the grappling game. So I just really like his odds in this fight. Yeah, I see it right now at plus 140 on uh, my bookie. I like that as well. Uh, Rafael, out of those two places, same thing. Are you a Bill fan or are you a Rodrigo fan? I like a Bill fan. I, I can't go against the corner, man. So he kind of – I see why he picked it. Uh, but oh, yeah, I left something out, if I could sway your opinion. I saw in an interview that he had an injury in this layoff, and he was yes. real bullish to talk about it. So clearly it's still on his mind. That was another reason that kind of – that, that kind of swayed me more towards Rodrigo. So continue. Sorry, Rafael. We heard it's it's we we're hearing it's something of a leg issue. We still have an iron out. What's the worst? <laughs> yeah, what what his injury was. I understand that. I'm a little bit shocked that no one said uh, my uh, the guy that I wanted to be in a Jackson five, but they left him out. Damian Jackson. Uh, I'm a little bit shocked. And this one coming out a three fight winning streak on this one. I I thought the line was kind of disrespectful. I thought it was going to be a lot closer for a fight. I know Sabatini. Flavor of the month, maybe uh, coming in here, but wow, plus what was it? Plus one ninety, some places. A little bit disrespected. I thought he'd be like maybe a plus one twenty, plus one thirty. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I thought the number was just a little bit too high. I think Pat uh, get that one. I really do. I think Pat. I think the reason, uh, obviously, Sabatini. Like neither. I think this is the toughest fight they both had yeah. up to this point. Um, okay. In the UFC, but I think Sabatini just has the style. He has the style to to neutralize what Damon Jackson does best. What he has more hair? Is that what I mean? Look, it's, uh, <laughs> Jackson's almost bald. Is that what you're saying? But I understand. I really like the way he fought Lutz. I think uh, in November of uh, a couple years ago, I I, I I circled him as a fighter to keep on keep an eye out after I watched that fight. But uh, like I said, I just think the line's just way too high. So uh, normally. I'll be rooting for Jackson. I can guarantee you Sabatini is going to be in a lot of parlays, so I'll be have to be cheering for at least one dog uh, to come in. This might be the one I might be cheering or I might be asking for David for a job. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Piping up. We are growing. We are growing. But uh, all right, guys, three-fight parlay. It's it's in, it's insane the percentages that we're hitting on these. Like, uh, you know, Rafael says parlays are probably uh, the book's favorite word. But uh, we're what <laughs> L or Ryan each week, one of you guys are nailing three five parlays. L, take it away. What is absolutely your three five parlay? UFC Vegas 60. I'm going to start off with my underdog Bill Algio in over the two and a half rounds. You guys know how I feel about that. And then I'm going to get into what I just talked about with Pat Sabatini. I actually have Pat Sabatini in also over two and a half rounds as my second leg. Um, I I think the style, I think it's going to be really, really difficult for Damon Jackson to end up on top of Pat in those grappling exchanges. And I think he's going to have a really hard time subbing him off his back. Um, I, but Damon's tough, man. I, I think it'll definitely go to decision, but I'm playing the over two and a half rounds. And then at the end of my parlay, I have Corey Sandhagen. Um, I know we'll get into the main event later, so I won't give you too many spoilers right now. But I think that the, uh, the that, uh, payout on that was like almost plus 800. And uh, I, I kind of toyed with adding the over four and a half rounds to Corey Sandhagen, but I'm not so sure uh, that we won't see a finish in those later rounds. Wow. Oof. All right. I, I, yeah. Elle, I, I just want you to know, I, uh, a wise man once told me, don't put all of your eggs in one basket. And we got best bet, Billy. We got the underdog, Bill Alenko. We got him in the parlay. If something doesn't happen with Bill Alenko, you know, Grant Dawson might have to uh, pick up another fight. So, all right, a lot of eggs in one basket. Ryan Quinn, 3-5 parlay. Take it away, my man. 
I'll pick up where I left off. I got Corey as well. Um, I okay. um, I just go over strength of schedule. Corey's just really got it favored. Um, I really like Song Yudong. I really do. I think in order for him to win a fight like this, he needs to knock out the opponent. I don't see him doing that to a Corey Sanhagen. Um, I, I do. I, I'm going to play it safe and just say Corey. I'm not going to say over under because I could see him just winning decision. I could see him steamrolling. But either way, I'm just I, I can't see Corey losing. The next one I got. Our girl, Jillian Robertson, I got her winning by submission Thank over um, Maria Agapova. Uh, I know both these women really well. Um, one thing I didn't know until about three hours ago, I spoke to Roger Crawl. I didn't realize that she's training under him. Uh, Maria's training under him now. Um, he's a great striking coach. He's also Amanda Noon's uh, coach. So that I wonder if she's training there as well. But um, I just know both of them really well. I, I feel like Maria's going to come, do what she used to try to swing for the fences in the first round. And Maria, uh, Maria, um, Jillian is so tough. You know, I, I wish she would earn her her ground game a little more with takedowns, but I'm a wrestler, so but rather than pulling guard, but I think that she will submit her in the second or third round. Um, then the next one I got, who was it I got here? Oh, yeah, um, Damon Jackson, Pat Samatini. I have that one straight over. I was too coward to go one way or the other. I spoke with Damon about a month ago, and he just seems really light, and he just loves this resurgence of his career that he's got going on. And he's just he's just added to his game as far as getting to the ground and staying there. Now, that being said, Pat is good. He's always flirting in the top ranks. Um, but um, I think that Damon's tough enough to where if the fight gets really bad, he's going to chew clock with, with his ground game. So I could see that one going the distance. But I'm back and forth over who's going to win. Uh, I usually toss it to uh, Raphael right here. But if I can say that is probably the greatest three fight parlay in the history of the sport. <laughs> One, Corey Sanhagen, I think everyone's favorite. And also, he's like minus 200. He's not like a 420 or a 360 guy. He's kind of, to me, where Robert Whitaker was two weeks ago. I think everyone loved Bobby Knuckles, Robert Whitaker, but he was minus 180, 200. So I like Sanhagen. I think that's a. I know it might be a little high on just straight, but I, I don't mind it. I think he's going to win the fight. I feel really comfortable about it. Uh, the Jackson and Pat, I like the over a lot. And then finally, finally, Fight Bananas family. Uh, Mike Cuddles underneath our banner. Joey the Savage Robertson. We went 17 minutes without saying her name. Guys, and this is the best way. I, I'm a homer, and it is what it is, and at least I'm honest about it. What Agapopova's weakness is Jillian's strength. And I just can't, I can't see anything else. Like that's what she's, you know, she's not good. Like um, Marina just six, eight months ago out grappled Agapapova. And, you know, Ron, you probably know this more than I do being down there. ATT Jillian said she did what she wanted to with Marina. Like, I just think it's, these are definitely crazy different levels on the grappling. And if they get down there, I see a sub easily, probably like you said, second round, maybe even the end of the first round. So uh, I love Jillian here. Huge spot. Love it. Um, Raphael, cool. take it away. Yeah, and I I understand the love that you guys are giving everyone for Corey saying, but he's coming off bad back-to-back losses. And I've talked to many champions, UFC, Bellator, boxing. When you lose, not, not if you're the champ, but if you, when you lose a fight that's a belt on a line, that's mentally drawing. Now, I agree. The Terminator needs to win this guy, win this fight by a knockout. If he goes to points or if he goes to ground, it's bye bye. If he connects, uh, how is Sam Hagen's chin going to appear after losing back to back fights? I understand the number. I thought this number should have been like minus 140, minus 150, minus 190. I think it's a little bit too high. I want to wait to see with the betting public. If I can get a better number in the Terminator, plus 150 or higher, 
I'll take that because I've talked to De La Hoya when he lost his belt. I talked to Tyson's camp when they when he lost his belt. I've talked to Canelo's camp after he lost his belt. Now he's fighting this weekend, which I'll be there. Triple G Canelo trilogy on all that. Yeah, yeah. It's a your mind is different coming off a fight. You either for a belt or you have a belt. When you lose it, that's that's a totally different mental aspect coming in to the ring or octagon. I'm waiting for that number. If I can get a good number on the Terminator, he will be back. He might win by a knockout. I love it, and there's a ton of respect with all of us here. But real quick, Corey Sanhagen, I gotta, I gotta defend. I gotta go to the jury a little bit. One, I love that he's 30 years old. All right, to me, 30 years young. I think he's got three years of prime left. I don't think he's that 33, 34, and you're seeing if he's out. I love Corey Sanhagen in the next 18, 24 months, especially. His last two losses, like you said, two losses. One is to Peter Yan. Like uh, a year ago, yeah. he was talking about for pound for pound. And he went all five rounds with Peter Yan. To me, a great fight. And then the loss before that was TJ Dillashaw, a split decision loss. And the same thing we talked a lot about judging before we hit the record button. I don't know. I watched that fight two times live. And then the next morning, I had Corey Sinhagen winning that fight. I, I, I don't know what else to say. That's what I have. So to me, I have him losing against... To me, one of the best fighters in the world, and Peter Yan, and then him beating TJ, then that means, you know, that's a 10 out of his last 12 wins, and his losses is to Aljo and to Peter Yan, and Song is not at that level. Like, Yan and Sterling are the two best bantamweights in the world, and that's why I like Corey Sanhagen. To me, Corey Sanhagen is Colby Covington, is Robert Whitaker, is these top guys, the third, fourth, third guy in their uh, division, and I love Corey Sanhagen. I rest my case. I'm 100% on board with you, man. I okay. I was looking at Song's record as well, and I think we forget how severe Song's cardio problems have been in the past. That's what caused him like to have that really controversial fight with Cheeto. Uh, that's what ended up uh, giving him the draw against Stamen instead of what should have been a really dominant win. Um, those were really, really close fights. And I, I like this is five rounds. We've never even seen Song in five rounds, and he gasses hard in that third. I think every round that passes by, so oh, I agree. chance of winning decreases dramatically. And I think that rounds four and five, it's pretty much gone because he's, he's such an explosive guy. Talking about twitch muscles, Song Yudong is all fast twitch. Yes. All fast twitch. Mm -hmm. He's super explosive, and that takes it out of you. When you throw everything explosive and you throw all the power and everything that you've got, it's so hard to carry that for 25 minutes. If this goes, if this fight goes to the third round, he's not winning it. He needs KO quick one or two. If not, he's done. Plain and simple. I mean, his body looks like mine did when I was 24, but that's a totally different story. <laughs> and Rafael, so then, okay, here it is. You know, I we're very pro my bookie. We love my bookie. Go to mybookie.ag. Use the promo code bananas. You can win a ton of money there at my bookie. We're huge fans. But to me, this is where I think the books sometimes get one over on the public. And maybe I'm sorry if I'm saying this out loud and I got to, right? If you just said exactly what a lot of the people think. So if Song's going to win this fight, he's going to win by knockout or TKO. It drives me crazy when the public just bets Song to get a win. They're like, oh, he's plus 140, 150. He's going to get a win. You have to bet him to win via knockout. Let's get to 220s and 250s and plus 300. Why bet on him just to win? Like, you're losing value there. Am I Am I a little odd to something? I, I'm sorry if I'm ruining the books a little bit. but No, not really. I think, A, some people don't realize you can bet that. 
Okay. B, some people just don't want to, you know, just go for the gusto. You know, you know, let me just go for the W. I don't want to go for, oh my God, I need a KO here. That's why people don't bet their over round props. They don't, they want to enjoy the fight. They're like, oh, please. Well, they don't want to time watch the clock the whole time. One more, 10 more seconds, I'm going to cash my bet. People are just don't just bet, bet that way. It's too stressful for a lot of people. So they just play it usually safe. Uh, when it comes to that, just like so, adding a third, when you're making a parlay, I tell people, if you're going to do parlays, do two ones. When you add a third, fourth, fifth, I'm laughing at you. <laughs> I, know, I, I love having heart attacks watching fights to get to the over two and a half. That's my favorite part of the fight. You and my you and my twin brother would be perfect because he bets like every Monday night football game over. And he, he says in the third quarter, he's drinking uh, Pepto like it's uh, like it's Crown Royal. <laughs> Man, last Monday night did not go well. Uh, huge under Seattle endeavor. Ryan, uh, we kind of went back and forth. Corey Sanhagen, you picked him part of your parlay. Yep. Are you on the same field with what I kind of said about Whitaker and Colby and just about to me? I, I look at his lineup. His lineup's incredible. He He's yeah. only lost to the I, best guys. What do you think about Sanhagen? I feel like of all the people you just mentioned, I feel like we could probably see him get a title fight before they do, to be honest with you. I, um, yeah, yeah, I agree. His, those losses were tough. You know, I, I don't think he'll run into Aldo again and stuff. I, I think that he could put together wins. Where Doesn't he have a win over Cheeto Vera? Not saying he gets strong. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. So, um, but like, so I'm just saying, like, I feel like his path, you know, we could see him fighting for a belt again. You know, I, um, I, I just like those last two fights, like, you know, th- th- those are the kind of losses that I use on my bets for underdogs and stuff. Like, oh, you know, that, that doesn't really tell the tale. So yeah, no, I I think that he's he's still up there. Okay, I agree, guys. Woof. This was easily our longest bed and bananas uh, in the history. Twenty five minutes in. Um. Uh, so Elzad Bill Alagio, uh, a lot best bet underdog part of the three five parlay. Both have Sanhagen. My guy Ryan Quinn has Sarah McMahon best bet and the underdog in the heavyweight division versus Tanner Boza Rojo. I like that a lot. Thinking about that about Tanner. And uh, I, I know I, we talked about a little bit. I don't think we talked about Joanne the Savage Robertson enough. Uh, she's, like I said, she's fight, fight finesse fam. She's at minus 150, 155 the last time I checked. I like that a lot. Same thing. Also, here it is, guys. I'm not betting on her just to win. I'm betting her win via sub because that's how, if she's going to win, I that's agree. how it's going to come. I don't I see Joanne winning a decision 29 28. I don't see that. If she's going to win, she's going to get a Gapapova's neck in the second or third round. So go G, uh, Jillian via submission. That's it. I'm done. Uh, Ryan, you have any trivia or Rafi, any kind of last things? I don't. I'll bring it back next week. I promise. Come on. No, I mean, it's a super busy weekend. Like I said, we have UFC, UFC 60 in Vegas. We got Triple G and, and Canelo. We have college football week two in the NFL. The Mets are getting swept by my Cubs right now. So that's a good thing for for all, uh, for all Cub fans and watch the Mets. So it's just a crazy, crazy WNA Finals game three on Thursday. Why don't I just let, let the NBA and NHL and college basketball one day start this week too. But let's make my plate even fuller. What's the uh, Triple G Canelo line right now? It's about like minus five fifty, minus six dollars for Canelo. I like Canelo by by uh, decision. I, I think. I mean, Triple G's an older fighter. I, I think he got exposed in his last fight. I think Canelo is pretty pissed off on this one for losing his fights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like uh, that. His last one. I think it was just a bad weight class. Why would you go up to fight Bivital that has power in both hands? He was just he just looked smaller against that fight. It was a dumb weight move for Canelo. I think he bounces back in uh I was at all all the fights on that one. I thought Canelo lost the first one. I did have to draw the second one, but I think Canelo 
outclasses him and uh, gets a big decision this time. There we go. Look at that. We squeezed in a minute and a half of boxing. First time ever here at Benefit Addis. There we go. Guys, thank you so much. Uh, undefeated L. Wagman in the top left. Diagonal, the cornerman, Ryan Quinn. Go check out his content underneath Rafael Esparza. Also, check out Rob on his uh, own social media. I like how you have lean, uh, leans every day. I check it. I wake up in the morning. I give my kids breakfast, and then I check out Rafael's leans. That's what I do. That's my daily uh, you know, run through. So there you go. That's better bananas. Done. We did it. <laughs> this Valentine's Day, Dunkin's got the perfect pairings to show your love. So get down on one knee with a dozen brownie batter donuts and a cocoa mocha signature latte. Or make them swoon with a strawberry dragon fruit Dunkin' refresher with a Cupid's Choice Donut. Are you ready for love? America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer.